This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Hey everybody, it's Gary Vaynerchuk, and this is episode 279 of the Ask Gary V Show, and I'm very excited because we have a badass entrepreneur in the building. Uh, we're gonna take one call, we've taken questions from social, I'm gonna mix up the Ask Gary V Show and not only do live call in, but also take uh, questions from Twitter going uh, forward. Uh, Bethany, first of all, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, and for the nine people that are watching that don't know who you are, can you give us a little bit of your bio? <laughs> um, my, let me give you my bio. Wow, yes. I don't origin think- like like comic book. Like I grew up a girl that liked orange. Like like not just like what you've been doing for the last twelve months. The macro bio. The macro bio would be um, I grew up mostly in New York. Que- was born in Queens. Lived in Long Island. Went are you to- a Jets fan? Um, no, I'm not. No. I mean, I've. You're a Giants fan. I'm not an anything fan. Okay, good. I'm not, Better I'm than not being an a Giants fan. fan. But I mean, I have tailgated at the Jets, and I have done that big drum and, yes. and cooked there and yes. made bloody mary. I'm good. I'm a good tailgator. <laughs> yes. But I don't think. But I'm not an anything. You're fan. You're done once the tailgating's I, done. Right. You go and home. I'm, everybody goes again. I'm not the girl again. who wore the sweatshirt right. and went to the sports bar and right. pretended I was into it either. Right. I just, it's none of it. Zero. Okay. So whatever. I grew up. Strong Island, New York, Queens, lived in California a little bit when I was a kid because I was bi-coastal as a child because of a divorce, so I was flying back and forth at like five by myself, which is crazy. Um, And also, where else have I lived? Went to, spent a lot of time in Florida because I went to boarding school in Fort Lauderdale. Um, And then when I graduated NYU, I didn't walk with a class. I just wanted to get to LA. I wanted to be an actress, and I ended up being a hostess at La Scala which is like this iconic quintessential restaurant where the chopped salad was invented and everybody famous came in and out. That's where I met, um, that's where I met Kyle Richards, who's on the Beverly Hills Housewives, whose sister is Kathy Hilton, which is how I ended up being Paris and Nikki's nanny slash Kathy's assistant wrapping presents in her store. So that was one weird job. And that also La Scala led to my job working for uh, Linda and Jerry Bruckheimer, you know, the producer, um, working out of their house in Brentwood right near the famous OJ house, pre-OJ. Um, and then what else happened? And then I moved from, I had an event company called In Any Event after I worked for um, Merv Griffin Productions producing large-scale events like the Emmys, the Grammys. Off of that experience, like that. you decided to go into your first entrepreneurial venture? Uh that was your first no, big that, company? No, those are very big words. I didn't think like that at all. I just wanted your a job. Your company. Yeah, no. But it was your company. I know, I just, I know, we didn't, but I know I, that we didn't use the word entrepreneur back then, but like that was your first business. Yes, I but have I'm just saying the way that we, the, it's, it's an interesting thing to talk about because the way that millennial, millennials are now, they, they talk about lifestyle, brand, and they want to know what they're doing when they grow up. It, I didn't think of it that way. It was just, I, get it. I wanted to produce events on my own. I don't want to have yeah, to do that. It wasn't events. a job. It was your business. It was my business. I right. used to let's say I was a businessman, not an entrepreneur. Let's do our yes. let's do our own thing. Yes. But I'm just saying it was never I, get it. I'm I never with you. thought about anything yes. that deeply. It was just like let's do this next, let's do that next, let's do the other thing next. So I used to produce large scale events, um, then had my own company in any event. But in while doing in any event, I became one of the largest importers of Pashmina in the world because I wanted a shawl but couldn't afford it and ended up calling some guy in India and getting 50 shawls and by the time they came I was selling shawls to Susan Sarandon and Julia Roberts and doing like pashmina parties everywhere and doing the magic show in Vegas and so it became like a pashmina princess pashmina it was called okay so that happened um and then I don't what happened after that then I moved to Chicago and got engaged okay and then I went to um I got into to health and raw food and because I was bored I was sitting home all day I had nothing to do so I just got into cooking and we moved to New York, moved back to New York together because I really didn't, I didn't like Chicago. I like Chicago now, but I didn't have any friends there. Used to go yeah, to Chicago East. is like, a, I mean, I know a bunch of Chicago friends are about to get mad at me, but it's like, it's a pretty shitty city. It is. I like it. I think it. Chicago I sucks. Think it's, really, I like the restaurants. Now that might be I like because I hate Michael Jordan and the Bulls for all those years that they hurt my Knicks feelings. But it's like it's just whatever. Like Boston and Chicago, like are pretty just okay. Right, but as a woman, if I were single, it would have been a different game because a woman, an eight in New York is a 10 in Chicago. Okay. The guys are all good looking. and Every gr- guy in Chicago is good looking. A lot. Many. Okay. Okay. Many. Many. All right, yes. good to know. And But they're all traders, which is not the best. But yes, they're better looking. They're just like, you know, they, they, they're into breakfast Chic- and sports. Chicago men are better looking than New York and LA men. 
Yes, because there's not. Well, there's also not so much Metro getting in the way where you don't know Got what it. what's going on. Got it. You know, you don't know what they're team just, people play Midwest for. They're Midwest dudes, right? They, they're they're Midwest. They're into br- things that I'm into. Well, I'm not into sports, but I'm into the cocktails around sports. I'm into drinking and breakfast. Yes, and so, being hungover and like. But there's a not great brunch like culture in New York. Not the same as Chicago. It's religion there. It's not the same. It's I believe. More, I believe. I don't know. I believe you. No, it's like a verb here. There, it's like a just here. Like it's a, a nice to have. Passage. There, it's religion. Here, it's to be. Yeah. No, there it's here. Yeah, you go yeah, in pajamas yeah, there. Yeah. Like your eyes are falling out of your head, and they have like these amazing skillet omelets. Here it's like you're wearing Saint Laurent and yeah. not eating. Right. It's not the same. I get it. It's not the same. So that's Chicago and Boston. They could be the same. Irish drinking, bars, being hungover, and eggs. Yes. Defining the entire culture. Understood. Got it. So you Chicago, you moved back so to New York. So then I moved back to New York, and that's when I went to culinary school to become a natural food chef. And um, then I was working at different restaurants. Um, I never told this whole macro story. You, this is fun, you, right? You, you, you provoked uh, that working um, at Your team's pumped. Organic, like, oh, we have the content rest, organic. Oh yeah, that's right. This is their first day too. It's like literally with their virgins, not for long. So the um, organic cafes that I was working at, but they, I knew that they were going out of business because either they had lost their lease or there was some situation, but I had all these months with all this organic ingredients and equipment and I was running the restaurant, I was the manager. So at the same time, I was delivering healthy meals to people's homes and I was using their kitchen to test recipes, which is how Bethany Bakes happened, which was a wheat, egg, and dairy uh, cookie company. And also being a natural food chef, chef was way before its time. Sure. Didn't exist. Now it's a thing, plant-based. I get it. All these words. Yep. That did not exist. I'm aware. I remember. So that was, so I was definitely ahead of my time and especially with having vegan. So much so that I wouldn't call it vegan because it was too It was weird. too weird. It was yep. too granola. I so I called I it wheat, egg, and dairy free. I get it. Got it? Yep. So did that. That was Bethany Bakes. And and I was then oh and I was on The Apprentice non celebrity oh, regular remember. person right, right. Bill Rancic type Martha Stewart kind Apprentice yep. after she got out of the clink yep so I was on The Apprentice and I was the runner up yep and so while being a natural food chef I was trying to sort of squeeze that dry sponge to get a little bit of liquid out of it got did the Today Show one time and wanted to show on the Food Network and the people at the Food Network told me that that would never happen. Bob Tushman is his name. He was the president at the time. He told me to stop pitching him through all these different production companies who wanted to do shows with me that it was not going to happen. Right, that he, you weren't good on TV. That it just wasn't good. You didn't was, have that's it. That's a stop it. He was, he was, he was, can we curse on here or no? Yo, oh, yes. So he was cock blocking me. He was saying, yes. don't have all these companies come in. Yes. It's not happening. That's so that right. was Bob Tushman who doesn't yes. work there anymore. The right. Tush man does not work yes. there anymore. Um, and then the other people who do work there asked me to do shows with them which I would have but then I was uh, you know married to Bravo which I still am so then um, I was out pitching different types of shows I just wanted to be in a cooking show you wanted to be on a cooking show I just wanted to be doing a cooking show like some sort of concept not just sitting in a kitchen going somewhere adventure and then um, that's when the housewives came and I turned it down I said I didn't want to do it I met them at the Polo not, not the retail store but the restaurant activity Oh, at a polo match. The activity. But I was, yeah. yeah. But I was actually out with a polo player the other night. Like, not a real Argentine polo player, but a you were, hedge you fund were, guy who you plays were hooking polo. hooking up with a fake polo no, player? No, Saturday night I went out to okay, I'm just trying to make sure I understand. Yes, like one of these. Uh, yeah, head, I, mean, yes, I get it. Yes, I know what fake, fake polo. polo players look like. Right. So I've been to the Hamptons. Right. You know? So he's a fake polo player, <laughs> yes. but I was actually telling him the story, and I said I wouldn't have even known they could have been playing monkeys, could have been playing frisbee for all I knew. Yes. I didn't, wasn't watching the sport. That's right. It was for people to socialize That's and That's right. You're network. drinking champagne and doing your thing. True. Well, I was... I was meeting the people that would change my life forever who had who said we were doing a show called Manhattan Moms and they need a fifth mom. And what I didn't know that was happening that I found out a little later was that Bravo said we have to have five, five moms. We're not doing it with four. They had four. They were going to shut down what was about to be the production. And the production company was saying, we like the four we have. So that weekend, one of the housewives was like, said to the producers, come out to Polo. We'll, we'll find, find somebody one. there because they had found all the same type person. Everybody yep. was wealthy, yep. you know, sort yes. of like a princess, yes. you know, and they didn't want that for the fifth, but they didn't know what they wanted. So I met them there, the producers, and then she, this woman, uh, Kira Brings, was courting me and I kept saying no. Also because the boyfriend that I had at the time didn't want to do it. And the they fake really, polo player? No, that was Saturday night. That was 48 hours ago. This Got was 48 it. years ago. Got it. So he didn't want to do it. So um, 
Because he thought it was a bad look, a reality TV show? Back then, I yeah, remember. private equity guy. I'm old. Right. I know. Right. Oh, no. It ended up not being good for him. They, his, yeah, it, his, his boss used it as a scapegoat to fire him, but, and he blamed it on me, but I don't, right. I think if you're performing okay. and you were in one yeah. scene, it's all good. We've all moved on. So that was the housewives. Oh, and then they kept calling me. And then like a month later after, and they weren't doing it, I called and said, did you guys, what, what's going on with that? Would you still do it? And so then I Why, said, you know you what? Why, because you intuitively felt something a month later? I thought it's not that You were sad to, that they weren't calling anymore and you're like, fuck no, that. No, they were still <laughs> calling, but I thought, you know, it's not that easy to get on television. Got it. And if it's a train wreck, which my agents at William Morris told me not to do it. Yep. They said it's going to be a train wreck and you're going to be on the train yep. wreck. And I thought, well, if it's totally bad, no one will see it. And if it's totally great, then I'm in it. So I said, it's not that, it's not that easy to get on television. So I decided to do it. And that's that? And that's that. That's that, that. I mean, there's a lot more of a that, lot more. but that's I mean, Skinny that. Girl, Skinny Girl was a monster. I mean, I grew Skinny up in Skinny Girl was the amoeba then. It was nothing. It was just not even an idea No, yet. I mean, after that, Skinny Girl, Skinny was, Girl a was a big business win for you. It was the fastest growing liquor brand, fastest growing liquor brand in history at that time. When yeah, I, when I, remember I, got, I was yeah. in the business, so I it remember. Was, oh, you do, oh. yeah. And I've been, I've literally had people from, well, funny that you say that because the first signing, I sort of started that sign bottle thing, like yep. bottle signing celebrity yep. things. Because when I got into it, celebrities would hide their drinks. You weren't yep. allowed, now everyone's smiling yep. with the drink, yep. but because when you see yep. someone cash out, yep. you're like, all right, now let's yep. all start drinking and promoting mm -hmm. it. Um, but when I first went to my first signing at one of those big mm -hmm. wine stores, like mm -hmm. you're talking about, I was mesmerized. I could not believe this is like a department store of, of alcohol. And I thought I was- Because you're a city girl and it was all bodegas and small liquor, little I wine shops. I also don't like to go into establish, I don't like to transact, so I don't go out like that. And I'm not just like So you love inter you love internet buying? Loved. Beyond. It was made be, for you. I didn't know it, but yes. Yes. I didn't understand it. And yeah, that would be a mess. That would be a major- If somebody, I, if somebody rolls up on you and just says, what, and there's I just bought a car on the internet before we were coming in here. There's everything. nothing, nothing. I mean, why go anywhere? Anything. It could be prunes, pickles, cars. It doesn't matter what it is. If somebody rolls up on you and doesn't know your background from being on TV and things of that nature and says, oh, nice to meet you. What do you do? How do you answer that? Oh, that's how I answer it. What, the long-winded macro story? Yes, like, oh, no, uh, no, like when you said oh, I had anxiety. I, I plowed I through it. it just now. I hydrated, I it, but it. it was rough. I was like, right, I don't you're, like... You're up to so many things. No, it's not narcissistic. Believe it or not, believe it or not, everybody, call the prices. I don't love talking about myself. I get much. it. I like talking about like what, whatever we start to talk about. Or or something within the micro of it, but not at the macro. Right. I get it. I'm the same right. way. I so get when that. someone says it, yeah, I'm like... like uh, uh, Do you just say I'm an entrepreneur? No, because that's pretentious. I say... um. I'm on TV, I've written books, I have a brand, and then I kind of like, because dating makes that horrendous, because they need to know. But what percentage of guys do you think don't know who you are in that scenario? And by the way, I, why are you dating in the real world? What should I be dating? In the internet world, like the way you do everything else. No, I am, and that's, that's a brand Well, that's brand very new. easy. You just put it in your bio. No, you, no. You, you don't have a convert, nobody's swiping right and then saying, well, tell me about you, like, they, they know. Um. Okay. Yeah, you just should put one URL to your Wikipedia and be out I'm going and move to say on this. to like, where well, the fuck are we going all, out? I never told you about the liquor store thing. So when I saw those liquor stores, yes. I said to myself, I would have never done this had I known this was so crazy and competitive. I just sort of, just like the thing I said before, you just do it. one thing, you do the next thing, you end up landing. I'm a big believer blind eyes are, are really great eyes. When 100%. you don't know, you're always better off because the more you know, the, do you know how many people watching right now talk themselves out of right. shit when yes. they start researching if right. it's a good idea? right. Right, but it's no, but it's a different world now. There's everybody has had every idea now because of things like Shark Tank. Listen, with all due respect to us, every idea was out there too. Like, like you're building on nuances. Vodka had been out there. You found a you found a niche within it. Well, no, not right? within vodka. Within no, there was never ready. To, there was never a ready to drink low calorie cocktail. Ever. I, do you know how many things you just fucking said? You said ready to drink low calorie. Okay, it's, was, we're always playing in the margins. Okay, there was now. never a low calorie cocktail. I get it. Stores. We're always playing in the margins. You're right. right? We're playing in the margins. Right. But as far as, uh, no, but I am- And it's execution too, like you know. That's what I always say. I mean, this is all execution. 100%. When people are like, I got this great idea, I'm like, cool, go fucking execute. I say this all You the want time. a trillion dollar idea? The smart refrigerator in your home that reorders products for you so that you don't even have to fucking order on the internet is gonna be a trillion dollar business. Now go build it. Right. That's gonna happen, there you go, for free. There's the IP, that will be a trillion dollar business. Go build it because I think Amazon and Apple and Facebook and GE and you know Walmart are gonna try to build it but if you're a good enough entrepreneur, you go build it.
the, I'll, I'll give you 400 no, ideas. ideas. Are a dime a, that's 100%. exactly how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. And exactly how I feel. I say yep. that all the time. Everyone's always worried, don't steal my idea. Don't tell anybody. I'll give I'll everybody my, every one of my ideas and like, one of my favorite things now, and we rarely see it happen now, people are like, can you sign this NDA before I pitch you my business? I'm like, fuck you. Same, fuck I'm like, I'm not off. fucking signing yeah. shit. Like, and by the way, I don't it wouldn't matter anyway. Yeah. So you need to get into the show. You got questions? Yes. Good. Um, Let's go to the first question. Okay. I love how you, I thought you were about to say like some weird, <laughs> you're like, it's from a guy called, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a great username, Dave. <laughs> okay, sure. understood, we got that. Okay. Naperville. Naperville. Yeah, good, she, she loves Chicago, I don't know if you heard, but Chicago's not, got the best right, looking just, fucking dudes of all time. Oh, well, and maybe Naperville does too. I, I guess. I've been there. Go ahead. His question is, I saw Bethany's post about quote unquote living a beautiful life and that it's your goal to help people live that kind of life. What is a beautiful life and what tactics do you take to get there? Well, that sounds, it's sort of out of context and it sounds touchy-feely, but a beautiful life So what, is, you just tweeted, you were inspired at the moment, you're like, I just want everybody to live a beautiful life, see ya, and then went on with your day? Because I do that shit all day, I'm just I curious. I don't know, I don't That's remember. exactly I gotta what happened. I got to go look at it now because I just going. got so turned off. It. But um, living a beautiful life. Well, living a great life is, uh, it's like living a life honestly. You know, I find that so many people are more worried about other people thinking they have a great life than actually having what they feel is a great life. And it's for me, like I really do what I want. I, I really do exactly what I want in business, in my personal life. And it's been so overused saying I give zero fucks, but most things I really do give zero fucks about. So, uh, and I only sweat the small stuff. So all the big stuff I'm not really that worried about. And by the way, back to that thing about the dating though, I don't think that every guy, they, they have a sense of me, but I would not want to date a guy that really completely knew about me, like knows what shows I'm on and stuff. Well, the, the guy that I would go out with doesn't watch The Housewives. Sorry, Andy Cohen. And he doesn't have an Instagram account. So Naperville Dave, if the, you know that the guy. Gu the guy that him. you're going to go out, the first part's easy. There's, doesn't have an Instagram account, There's yes. a ton of guys that don't watch your shows. And there are a ton of guys that don't have Instagram accounts. Yeah, but those guys are not, no, not going to win. No, we respectfully disagree, no, agree, Gary, they. They're, they're, they're doing that to be cool no, at this point. No, they're not. Yes, they don't give a shit about it. I swear to God, I would never social network if I didn't have, was it on television. I don't like it. I believe like that, it. actually. I don't like it. You know what's like funny? It. Actually, with that, to your point, I'm kind of close to that as well. I don't like it, and I'm not good at it. I get it. it. And There's no good. Yes, there are. Of what course, there's complete narcissists that are good at it, like with the right palette and the right angle and the right filter. No, Who gives no, a no. shit? I get I, it. But I, and I don't take great pictures. I want to rush to check the box. I want to just check the box. Let me tell you, oh, this little man that you have in his figure, That's he's cute. That's Randy the Macho Man Savage. Right, but it's I don't know what's man. interesting to other people in that way. I don't know. Like, let's take a picture of a lace veranda. I get Fuck that. Fuck off. It's not me. I get it. I just do it because everyone tells me I have to. I get it. I should have 20,000 million followers this time, but I only have a couple of million because I don't give a fuck. I get it, well you don't give a fuck because you have been successful much like these older dudes that you like, you're winning without it. You won without it. Well, now, the biggest reason you don't give a fuck, let me promise you something. Okay. The girl that went to LA and worked at fucking Las Bingo or whatever that fucking no, place is. No, it would still not have been social networking. Do I don't do things I don't I'm like promise, to do. I, I, don't I, promise me. I'm I promising you. Let's, let's have this conversation. No, I don't do things I don't like to do. I get I never it. have even you when would, I was broke. You would have been, no, no, but you would have been very different. You have to understand how the context plays. It, the same DNA that sent you to LA to be an actress is the same psychological DNA that would have made you into that world. It would have. You were, you were. No. Okay. No, I will never be. I was the person that 30 years ago didn't know how to turn on the VCR and I still now don't because, even know how because to buy an app. Because you view it as technology, whereas if you grew up with it and were in that place in your life and that psychology, it wouldn't, you wouldn't view, a 27 year old you that's grew up with this no, 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 doesn't fair. view it as no, technology. of course, but people my age are good at it and like it too. I get that, but that's a very different thing. The ambition that you came out the gate with, you have to understand, the ambition that you roll with would have made it a pre, it would have been default, it's oxygen. No, Peep. not that, not that one thing. That's like eating some food that you are, do not like. I'm just not good at it. It's just the facts. I, 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 and my voice is so uniquely mine that I have to be involved in it. Otherwise it could be like, oh, let other people do it for me. That's the problem. No, no, that's, my writing that's, the, has smart, to be my own. that's the smartest thing you're doing. Right, my writing has to be my own so I the, can't have someone What you're doing now things. where you're up, the game is to have pe like people filming and doing stuff of that nature. Right, this like, is day one, this is day exactly. minute one. And I've by never the way, met these people. I don't way, know who any of these people are. Who, I've never yeah, seen them before in my lives. But the great news Hi, is, I the great know. news on that is that's how it's gonna work for you because I do all my own shit too but I need it captured and then I do all my own thing. Okay. I get it. I, I hope it works. I totally understand. Uh, cool. Um, 
Let's Sorry, go to the next Dave. Subject. Thank let you, me, Dave. Let me from inter- let me, let me, let me jump in there. You didn't need to go Dave on. from from a suburb of Chicago. Naperville. You um, can say it. I can say like the Naperville. Like the nape of your neck. No, I get it. Naperville. Right, I got it. Go. Uh, I just wanted to rad Chicago one more time on my way out. Uh, <laughs> Dave, listen. I think I think I think what Bethany is describing actually is the version of a beautiful life. When you truly, truly, truly feel this is why I think anybody who complains even somewhat, let alone consistently, has a terrible life because that means they've defaulted into a macro strategy that somebody has control over their outcome. I th- also, can we bring Dave back into this? Because yes. truthfully, so He's I, been took here the on, whole time. I took on too much and I've never admitted that and I've never felt it and a couple of, mo- like a month ago I cracked. Like I just, I cracked. And what do you I, do when, so as somebody who takes on too much, and, and for years has always just done the same right. thing. And always kindly weirdly wonders, will I ever crack for all the cake that I'm eating, right? Because right. like, I'm going so hard, right. doing so many things. Got it. Much like I'm sure you, for me the wins outweigh the losses, so it's always just been macro. Cool, this fucked up, this sucked. But as a net, I'm, I keep progressing forward. When you cracked, what did you do? Like, did you like go into a weird shelter? No, meaning in your own no, house. No, 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 like, no, no. Also, I was cracking while I was. So I was. I had just done Shark Tank, yep. the fr- show with Frederick. Was shooting Real Housewives. Yep. I was doing five renovations at yep. the same time while running a business yep. and having a daughter yep. and going through a terrible divorce. Yep. And I just, I couldn't like handle it. I just started again, hysterically crying, and I cried then again, and I cried the next day, and everything was just like, no, we can't be that. Everything was just like a. 10. How long did that happen? That well, it happened. Luckily, at the end of all of these renovations and shows, I don't know if I could have handled it if it was in the beginning. It just happened very recently, like th- three, like three weeks ago. Did you go on a vacation? Well, I was on a vacation. I can't really <laughs> get into the details because I was shooting a show, but I was on what was supposed to be a vacation, and then I said, I told everyone around me, some people in this room, I said, "It's the party is over now. I need six months." Not meaning I have I have appearances I that are scheduled, but I'm like I'm gonna make them into spa vacations. If I'm not with my it. daughter, I'm not good running in and out of places. That's good. And I'm not taking on any new pro- projects. Good. No, 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 yeah. no, no. So that's how I live my beautiful life. For, pe- for people Yoga. that win, listen, you've won. I've won. Being in the yes business, the most valuable thing to people that win the yes business is Same learning now. some way along the line. And well, listen, no means I'm yes in the non-sexual 100%. sense. hundred percent. And any other category, saying no to dumb ideas. I get it. And just piling on the plate. So I'm saying no to most things, and that's good. That's it. It's my daughter Dave, and my from Naperville. 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 Uh, I highly, highly recommend you getting into a mindset of understanding that the best beautiful life, best life, is doing what you want to do every day of your life. That is truly like get for me one man's point of view. What makes me happy is I do what I want to do, and anytime I do something that I don't want to do, it's devastating. Right, but someone might say they have they have a retire they have to make money. Not everybody has that luxury to do 100%. what they want. hundred percent. This is why the internet's so awesome. If you're unhappy and you have to pay your college debt and you have to pay for your mortgage or your skills, kids' schools, our grandparents that just sucked. That was your life. Today you want to really audit 7 p.m. to midnight and ask yourself what the fuck are you doing because you're working nine to six to pay that job. Some people work two jobs, I respect that. But the far majority have five to seven hours that I'm fascinated by where they watch my dumb shit and they watch your dumb shit and they're sitting there complaining. My shit's just Right, yeah. right, and respect. There's nothing but, dumb about know, it at all. They're using it as escapism, which makes sense. That's how we cope as humans. But I'm so blown away that you know everybody has this. I get, I get four emails a day from people that are homeless that have this. Everybody has this, and the shit that you can do on this no, it's blows a, my, my fucking face up. My entire business is because of that. And so if you Everything. love Star Trek, and you can't do what you love because you hate your accounting job, but you collected too much debt for a fucking college degree that means dick, right? Well, guess what? You can start a Star Trek show, content play, and over the course of three and a half years, which is a small portion of your fucking next 60 years, I just think that's remarkable. And so the, the fact that doing what you want to do or trying to is now practical because of this and the internet, only thing you have to give up now is leisure. And I think that's cool. And time with your kids. Yes, but you know what? The fact of the matter is, being miserable. I know, it's the worst parenting I mean, tool ever. End, I agree. You got it, you're smart. Like, I'd much rather you fucking fix yourself in four years and then have the rest of your life with your kids than checking the box to going to the fucking play on Friday night instead of like, you know, it's an interesting debate. Deal with your life. No, I get, what you, I get what you're saying. Let's Deal with your on. life. 
Sharon. Sharon. Her question is, do you go with your gut or the facts when deciding on making career moves? Do you personally investigate or do you have people vet it out for you? I am a person who goes with my gut on all things. I mean, well, no, in relationships, I wrote a book called I Suck at Relationships so you don't have to. And I, I believe that you should go with your gut, but I haven't in the past. But in, in business, 100%. You have not gone with your gut in relationships in the past? No. So you've gone on what looks good on paper? No, I've negotiated with myself and convinced myself into something. I respect that. There's By the way, to respect you, about you, it. guess what? It's you're horrible. doing that in business as well. No. And yes, you are. I'll tell you why. It's like, because that's how you've gone to things that probably didn't work out as well as they could have. No, it's just, I'm not doing that in business at all. I don't. I'm so, totally decisive and totally go with my gut. I could, I could literally, I'll spend more time on what to do about a pair had, of shoes I than it. I will about a company or a big uh, let, house or things like that. Let's talk about that for a second. But you've never had a relationship that you feel that you went with your gut? I, feel, I have, okay. I, yeah, I mean I okay. have. I okay. mean listen, even a, even a broken clock right. is right twice a day. Right. Yeah, of course. Okay. I've had, yeah, but, but by the way, I'm like gut because the sex was amazing, the guy was hot, it was passionate, but he was nine years younger and he drank like it was his fucking job. Right. So what gut is that? Well, I went you, my you, gut. Took, you took the short term ROI. Yeah, it was felt good. Yeah. Yeah. I so it. it was like, you know, it. wrapping a rubber band around my arm. I mean, that could feel good too, but I'm not going to start doing that. So, a yeah. Rubber band? Why? Because you're I'm saying that was like, do, it was like, no, it was like doing like, heroin. I'm saying I, it felt oh, good. Got it, got it, got it felt got good. It. I took a hit got and I'm like, got shit, it. now I got to stay in this respect. thing. For I two got years. fashion sense of rubber bands. Heroin. No, Gary. Sorry to be over your head, Gary. So, yeah, but I'm a go with my gut person. Doesn't mean that I don't then do research, but if I did research on a business, I would then have somebody else do that. But but actually, that's not true. My research is fiddling around the internet and seeing what's out there and what, t- I, what yeah, I think. I would, yeah, I would, you know, if you listen to your career, I think what you've done is if you've been in culture, you've observed. Right. That's what, right? Right, but you've I meant more s- like metrics and stats right. and there stuff. Was that's some, not what was that me. thing called that you were buying in India? Pa- what? Pashminas. The Pashmina thing, you saw or heard yes. something that gave you the right. ink. That's right. I never guessed. It's but just then like, I see didn't say early. to somebody, let's go look around and I see get how that. many, and I same thing that. with margaritas. I, I didn't even that. know what I didn't know. I thought I it was it. a good idea. I didn't look around to see if anybody had I ever done it. it. I just kept moving. You just kept hearing people ordering in a way that seemed that this was a need that wasn't being fulfilled. Well, no, nobody was doing anything. Once I said it and it was on my show, then it was the biggest question, what's in a skinny girl margarita? And then I would go to bars and I would order it and the bartender would say, everybody's ordering this thing. And I thought about Sarah Jessica Parker and the Cosmopolitan Uh and it was never monetized. Uh And I thought, how do I do this? And I just wanted to be a spokesperson to make some money. And none of the companies would talk to me that eventually ended up wanting to buy me. So I found somebody to do it myself. I love it. So I, but I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what a licensing deal was. I didn't I know what an equity deal. I didn't know what any of it I meant. It. I said, what does that mean? And yep. what does that mean? Okay, I'll take that one. Yep, I get it. Let's move on. Next questions by Tyler from Las Vegas. Oh, by the way, I, I forget. I, I forget the format of this whole thing. My answer to that is I only, only go on intuition, period, in the story. Every time, right, right. because I do the same thing. To me, it's not intuition. It's I'm observing something. There's a white space. I'm gonna run through it. The speed matters, and then I can fix well, everything along the way. No, but or just a bad vibe on a partner. Somebody I got a bad vibe. Yeah, I don't want to work mean, with that I'm, guy every day. Yeah, or. I, when it comes to partners, I do nothing that gives anybody any leverage. So to me, but even still, it's energy. It's bad energy for me. It's a it's a but gut. Even that's if the, nobody... good, the good part on that is to your point, right? Like, I mean, the amount of people that I've hired that I've been wrong about. Like it all the time. You just fire them. And everybody has some leverage if you're in a deal with them, whether they're manufacturing something or they could you know, renege on yeah, a deal. I hate, that money back. I hate the feeling that somebody has leverage. So for example, manufacturing. I would never, ever do a product where there's a single manufacturer in the world because that would default into fuck that because if this goes, I'm at their mercy. Oh no, 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 no. But the leverage is that that other person would then sue you even if you didn't do anything wrong just because you're you and they know you have yeah, pocket. I, I mean, that. this shit Suing like that. Suing never scares me either. Like, okay, yeah, let's move on. got it. Next question's by Tyler. Tyler. From Las Vegas. The creator? <laughs> it's not Tyler the creator? Okay. I'm sure. His question is, how do you both find the balance between not caring what strangers think of you but caring so much about your legacy and how others perceive you? Great question. Um, I feel that being on television and being a, a woman and a strong woman that I have a responsibility to you know, communicate how I feel and inspire and, and be honest and, and I, I feel responsibility by the same token, I don't really 
think about what people think about me because I feel like if you try to please everybody, you end up pleasing nobody. I and I and I believe that you shouldn't buy into the love, uh, how much people love you, get all jacked up by that, or buy into the hate, how much they hate you. So I, I feel like I'm right down the middle with that. I'm polarizing. I know people hate me. People love me. And I'm not, you know, I don't play favorites. If you hate me, I respect it because, you know, you have an opinion and you're allowed to. And if you love me, you know, I love it and it's great and you're helping pay my you know, mortgage and my kids, everything. So it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I've got a very similar view. You guys know this. Like for me, it's like, I, I, it's just empathy. I understand what, li- listen, if I go on stage at the marketing conference of America and my opening line has seven fucking curse words in it and I'm telling everybody in the audience like, television advertising is straight horse shit and you own Bravo and that's how you monetize and it hurts your feelings because you don't want me to be right and or I'm pushing against how you make your money, I don't default into thinking you should love me. I mean, for me, I'm obsessed with being historically correct. So everything out of my mouth, when I invested in Gowalla, and it was a Foursquare competitor, but Foursquare was winning, I was giving advice and being on stage that Foursquare was dominant, and my Gowalla board and investors would be like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I can't make enough money on any one deal to fuck up my being historically correct, and if my life is predicated on being right about marketing and business, then that's the only religion. And so, it's just empathy to me. Like, I have a lot of energy, I curse. If you don't like cursing, well then you're not gonna like me, right? And like, and so like, I, 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 and by the way, if you were grown up, if you were raised in Alabama by your grandmother who says cursing is the devil and that's your point of view, I respect that. Would you not speak at a place if they said you you can't curse? Absolutely not, I speak at places when they ask me not to curse. I have no problem. Same. Especially when they pay $150,000. You know, like, I I make a business decision. Um, And you don't, I don't know, I have a daughter, I never curse in front of her and on the Today Show, I'm not looking. Yeah, I mean look, my big thing with the cursing is like my kids are gonna watch those YouTube videos in about 24 more months and so like, the cat's out of bag. It's not that I try. Like, first of all, I don't. Oh, you curse at home? Well, here's the thing with cursing. I would and have cursed at home and have cursed in front of them if they are How around me during a Jets game, eight and five. Oh, like, they were in the same boat. Got so, it. but I don't on stage and even doing this, like 10, 12, like if it's the fewer people that are in the room or around me, the lower energy I am. Like a, if we had lunch one-on-one, it's gonna be a different energy than this is, and Thank it's gonna be God. different. Yeah, I'm exhausted. No, but this is pretty much the same energy, actually. Got, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, my daughter thinks I owe her a dollar every time I curse. I'm like, I didn't sign that contract. Why? Who said? And you owe me yeah, a dollar every I'd time literally, you're spoiled. Yeah, I'd be, it's annoying. Why, who she, said the she, Cooper to the swear She'd jar? owe you a lot more. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I did not, I didn't, I didn't sign this deal. She's, I'm teaching her about negotiating that way. I'm like, no, this is a silent contract. I did not sign it. If but I you, don't curse really that much. To me, anybody who takes time on the internet to spew negativity is not in the best place in the world to begin with. Right, because they've actually allocated their time to tear something else down. So I'm already feeling empathetically sad for that person. I don't need to judge them any further than that. I mean, there's plenty of people I dislike, disagree with, like don't. But the thought to spend time on well, no, wait, people actually sign up to be to be making comments during stuff like that. Yeah. Next question. We're gonna do one last live call-in. Okay, do it. Kogan, okay. Vegas. Fine. Man, you really, you were, you were serious Vegas. about, you were really into Vegas. Have you ever been to Vegas? Nope, actually. Do you want to go? Vegas a decent amount. When you're 21, you have a lot of young people There's here. a lot of young people. Well, listen, we're back to companies not believing, like a lot of the shit I sell, people don't believe in. So they work in bullshit like, What does that know. mean? I don't know what that means. My marketing company is very progressive around voice and social and things of that nature and a lot of the 35 year olds don't have the open minded to think this is the world. They think selling television commercials is a oh. print ad is the thing that they should be oh, betting on. Okay. So. I don't even know what you're talking, I don't know what's going hey, on. Hey, it's Gary V with Bethany. You're on the Ask Gary V show. What's her name? Tana. Tana? Call her again. So, yeah, so we just, early on, this company skewed. Now people believe in social media, but like when I invested in Facebook and Twitter and all this stuff, like people are like, it's a, it's, a fad. Right. MySpace went out of business. Like, why are you doing? You know, right, people right, forget. Right, right. People forget MySpace going out of business. Right. You know. Right. So, the people uh, that hey, Tana, it's Gary Tana. V. How are you? What's up? How are you? Life is good. We're here with Bethany. I'm with Bethany. I Hi. am. But you are on with her oh, now. Hi, yes. Bethany. <laughs> hi, everyone. I hope everyone's Monday is doing amazing. Ah. Very so positive nice. in My, Vegas. Yeah, it is. Are you in Vegas right now, or do you just live in Vegas? 
I live in Vegas. Great, so what's your question? So I have a question about getting health and fitness into corporations. I already know that they do this, but a lot of corporations aren't focused on mindset. And we all know that mindset is what truly gets us to any goal in life. So I don't understand why corporations aren't doing this. Um, I do want to get into something like that, and I wanted to see if you'd be on board with something of that sort. So, so what are when you say that? Are you asking our advice on how to build a business that knows to go to corporations and does B two B business with them, so that they provide health and wellness to their employees? Or are you actually directly asking for Bethany and I to hire your company for your organization to work with us? I think she just wants it at companies. I would love to work with you guys, yeah. Do you, ha- do you currently have a company? I do, I do train with Tana and I go in, I do fitness rewires. So a lot of people think health and fitness is all about a meal guide and a workout guide. And a lot of people will continue to do all these bullshit diets and nothing's working for them. Yes. So they're constantly falling off, they're feeling discouraged, they're being unmotivated, they're not having the confidence to actually accomplish their goals. So going in, focusing more on mindset so and then getting so, so, so you're properly saying most people are in the Band-Aid business, right? They're, they're, yes. they're And so like how, so for example, for me, for Vayner, I'll let Bethany speak for her own business. How are you just not a better version of a Band-Aid? You know, you, like how would you actually help my 850 employees across these four offices where it's not me just checking the box and looking optically like I give a fuck, but actually making an impact on Nick Dio who I think needs to lose some weight and get his mental game right. Going in, focusing on triggers, breaking old habits, implementing new habits that are easy to follow. I, uh, by the way, I, 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 I agree with that, but how are you gonna do that if we hire you? Because you've got a lot of clients and not a big organization, so is, a, is it a one-time presentation and a web follow-along? Like, What's the execution of what you're selling? So doing modules, so focusing on a module every single month, doing something, because when you look at it, I mean, everyone has the same issue with fitness. It's usually, it always comes down to a certain trigger or something of that sort. I I think, excuse me, real quick. I think we fully, fully agree. I agree with you on strategy. I'm actually, I I mean, you're pitching me and I'm actually willing to hire you because I think it's a funny moment, but I need to, I don't even, in what form, what am I paying you and what do I get? Physically, meaning your time, a piece of paper, a PDF, a, a web interface. Are you no, a SaaS do, business? No, what do I, as your employee, get? What am I getting? How am I? Cha- how is my? How is my? My fitness life changing, or my health life changing? What am I seeing on my computer every day, or in the office? What is actually happening? So going through, I take people through. I start them off every single morning with a success momentum. So they're going in, they're journaling, doing affirmations, meditating for five to ten minutes to really clear their mind, get their mindset right. Start off positive, knock out little goals like that so that way they build on that. And then go ahead, give them meal guides that are super easy to follow based on foods that they like. Um, foods that they don't like won't be on there. So real quick, in, real, real, real quick, workout. real quick. It's information, right? So it's, it's, it's content, yeah. right? And so you've decided yeah. to go B to B to C instead of B to C? Is that your strategy? Yes. So... Truly going in and just figuring out what they really need help with, like certain triggers and breaking old habits of that sort. So, and it wouldn't be just me. Like I would have other trainers because obviously I can't take on 800 people. Um, but oh, you are, you're a personal a trainer? You're a personal trainer? Yes. Uh, what, is she, what does module mean? What does that mean? It's a framework. I mean, she's just thinking, she, she could call them pillars. She's just bucketing things into categories around the content strategy, I assume, correct? Yes. Um, okay, so what's the, what's, what kind of deal can I get? What kind of deal? Yeah. I like, um, that's I mean, a I good question. <laughs> all, right, all right, hold on, hold on. So here's the thing. I wrote a book called Naturally Thin before I was uh, really well-known or somewhat well-known, and it was on uh-huh. the New York Times bestseller list for five months. It was, I think it was Jeez. my most successful book. Good for you. It was, it, yeah, it was five months in a row. Was it your first and book? It was my first book. Were you ever. like, holy shit? I was like, holy shit. Crying. I'm a fucking author. I'm a New York Times bestselling author. <laughs> holy shit. And Why do you say that when guys are like, yo, baby, what do you do? You're like, I'm a New York Times bestseller. I don't need to sell. I'm kidding. They're, I'm they're kidding. buying. They're already there in the I get store. It. I don't need it to sell. It's a, so it's like the Honda. So, so I've never referred to myself as a Honda before. Wow, you really, really, sorry, sorry. Can we make, guys, no, when you make, no, con- no, guys, no, when you make content, 
I want it Beth to Bethany's be like, a Honda. Yeah, Thank you I, very I'm, well. I'm the car that sells itself. Okay, so so here's the thing. Honda's pump right so now. So when I wrote There's, Johnny Honda is corporate right now is like, yes. What is wrong with Honda? Okay, it was a great great advertising campaign. So basically, I wrote this book naturally thin. When I went to pitch the book to get it published, I was told it would never happen because they needed six weeks, to, six weeks to blah, 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 1500 calories to lose eight pounds, whatever. And I said, the world is changing. It's going to be more about well-being, natural, just the word lifestyle, meaning it's just the way that you live versus it being like, on Monday, I'm going to be good. When I was bad yesterday, food is my best friend or my enemy. I'm, you know, I feel fat. I feel bad. Instead of beating ourselves up, being, you know, allowing, instead of depriving, indulging, which is what the whole skinny girl thing is about. Sure. Not how do we not, how do we avoid the brownies at the office? It's offense versus defense. How do we avoid the brownies at the office? No, it's not, it's not how to avoid. Eat every fucking brownie. No, it's not eat every fucking brownie. I got excited. It's how to have a relationship with the brownies and just have one brownie versus binging and then beating yourself up and going. That's exactly right. But so I don't work out every day like everybody thinks. I work, I do yoga a couple of times a week and I walk on the beach when I can and I snowboard when I can and that's all that I do and everybody thinks I'm like in the gym every day so I believe it really has to be very balanced because how much, otherwise uh, this is just random and for both of you how, how you know do you believe that you're able to have that kind of physical regimen because of natural DNA as well no because I used to be 30 pounds heavier and I was obsessed with dieting and restricting yep. and depriving yep. and tomorrow I'll be yep. good and right. yesterday I binged yep. and I'm gonna beat myself up yep. and and it wasn't an eating disorder it was just noise that was deafening forever until I unleashed it unshackled it and wrote that book and it was why people had lost People lost 120 pounds, but then people lost five pounds, and they were equally as moved because the people who lost five pounds said they got rid it's, of the yeah, noise. Psychological. They got rid of the being just 100%. imprisoned by it. So it has It's actually to be, education. As somebody right. who's gone through in the last half decade, like I just know what I'm thinking. Like it's default. It's like running in the background when I look at food now. It was just education that helped me so much. Well, it's I so it's a relationship with food. So I yeah. would not be about meal plans. I don't like words like that, meal plans, and I don't like words like breaking habits that you said, but I like giving people the tools to make their own decisions. And I like a morning meditation, like you said, coming on someone's computer as they sit at work and they can choose to do the five minute meditation or maybe having yoga available or whatever. So you're buying this woman's product? No. Well, I'm buying her concept that yes, it needs to be in- implemented into corporations, but not in a here's a meal plan way because everyone's gonna turn, it's like turning off the TV when you see a healthy diet. Uh, food is this a business right now or are you just in the beginning of making this a business and you're a personal trainer and segueing into this B2B to C company? So no, now I've been doing this for a while. I haven't gone into corporations but it was something that I thought about because I'm like, how do you feel after a workout? You feel like you could dominate the whole fucking world. You have all this passion, this motivation, this confidence. I get and pissed. It's like, I'm like, why are people bringing that into their business? Well, it, but major companies have gyms so, in the building and they don't go. So how and, are you getting and, people to go and, to the gym? And companies will companies Starting do it to check the, the box, right? Companies will do it optically to look cool to their millennial workforce. Let me give you a really good piece of advice. When you build your model, you make the company pay for all the amount of employees by employee head and not worry about the attrition. So when you sign your first contract and they have 200 uh, they have 200 employees, you make them pay per head. This is a model that's out there, this yeah. B2B2C model, like really, really lucrative for companies because once they're in, once you get in and penetrate a company, it's hot, hard for the company to get it out until they replace you with a, and you as the incumbent make a lot of extra revenue over time. So j- when you go and start pitching this, make sure it's not opt-in or optional. From day one, you create the restriction that the model is however many you pay by the amount of employees you have per head of amount of employee. Bethan. I also think that if you had sort of say you're at a Wall Street company, talk to and me about you raising had, your hand to go next. I, that was exciting. I, I, There's I, only two of us. I know. Okay, but, just want to make sure. Because I just had a thought. Got it. I, I think that so if it was a Wall Street company, and you know that these guys are very very competitive, you yes. might have it be some sort of boot camp mm-hmm. thing with some sort of like it's not like gambling, but some real incentive. So it's like really competitive, and so this one wins that or. Yeah. Or a dinner at Sparks Steakhouse, or you know, a vacation for whatever. If it's a big company, they could afford it. I love that you and then, use Sparks. And then another, right? Because it's guys like meatheads in Wall Street. But if you were at another type of company, or if it's really intense, you'd give them maybe an incentive or a bonus or some 
thing. So the traders in Chicago yoga. are better looking than the guys at Wall Street? I'd have to go down and take a real screening, but I think okay, so. We should do taller. that. Taller. Guys, I know you need new t- Taller because you're gonna have more. Oh, the Midwest you- country, like that thing. Ta- yes. Right, you got some of the. Taller. Yeah. You're gonna have a different, mm-hmm. different DNA. socioeconomic, I mean different, yeah. um, different. Religious uh, background, like just yeah. ethnicity. Different ethnicity. Yeah, got it. Yeah. So I think, but like, by okay. the way, if you could get, like when you can get football players to play, uh, to do yoga, it makes them feel better. It makes them relax. Not everybody does need to get all jacked yeah. up. And I would want people that work with me to work out and to do yoga and to do spinning or to do whatever makes them feel good. Send, me, send me an email to Gary at VaynerMedia and I'll take a look, okay? Okay. Awesome. See ya. I like that she came out ballsy. I was like stunned when she said, no, I'm trying to sell you. But what do most people do? Is this is that what people it's do? It's more here? of a Q and A show than like I'm gonna fucking pitch you my business. But, but I she respect didn't. It. But no, but you did. She didn't have her shit down because she didn't have the numbers. She she was numbers. When you're in an elevator, you need to. You'd have to have your pitch down. You're preaching, right? Beth, you got. We got two more minutes. What do you? Uh, what I'm do you preaching. want to talk about? What do you want people to? There's a fuckload of like young entrepreneurs watching this. Well, right I like now. when they ask the question. What do they want to know? Can we well, have somebody else call? Well, we can listen. Well, listen. Do you, what about somebody in the room? I know you hate social. Know anything that yeah. I know? Okay, Seth. What's your question? What's my question? Yes, brother. Do you have what's your what fucking about, or question? Your friend in life? who needs to lose weight and, and I've eat got healthy. no questions. You're you're good. I'm good. Everything's been answered. All right. You. I'm just Nick super Dio. pumped about what's next for you. Okay, so what is next? So maybe I'll do another real estate show. I really do have the real estate bug. I will say that I I've got bit. But you got some money now, and you want to make some more money. No, it's not. No, because you could spend. You could make money other ways. That it's just a passion. I like. It's like therapy. The being able to find something dilapidated and have this vision that no one else around you can see and get a great deal. Do you feel that maps and, your skill set with like dudes because you love to turn around guys no, that are flawed? No, I do not want to fix anyone. No, but do you feel that historically you have done that? No, I would like a new construction boyfriend. I got it, but I historically, do. don't talk to me about going forward. Oh, I'm listening think, to you, and I'm like, think, this makes a ton of think. sense because she's gravitated no, towards no, that. No, Gary from, Vay, you try to put your shit on me. It's I'm not, not trying you're to put my me. shit. No, it's I'm, not. I don't think I'm you. I'm asking you a question. No, you believe no I fall in love with people no I don't I go I get with people I am get with. Well, not with Gary I end up with people who who love me so much that it's, I think it's enough for the both of us I, I don't choose I'm chosen and my, my new life is to choose I see I don't choose respect so you know someone's, yeah, someone's got all the boxes and they're so in love with me they treat me so well and they're such a good person or I think that they are and then I get on the road in the wrong fucking car and I'm like why are we in Virginia when I was on the way to Tokyo I totally and I've done understand. it multiple times wrong car get me out of this car while it's moving so you you feel that Tokyo is better than Virginia I, yeah, maybe. Just, just so we established No, for something. me it probably isn't because it would, <laughs> my head would explode. So probably I should be in Virginia, but that was just what came to mind at the moment. I understand. But yes. So what's next? You might do a real estate show. You may not. I am in I know a you're real doing estate one. show, so maybe I'll yep. do another one. Maybe I'll do Housewives again. Um, I have a You're dent. back into that world a little bit, right? You were gone for a while, but I, I feel like- I left for three years a while ago. I, okay, and, I'm trying and to- And the show is booming and it's doing really well. So you're like, fuck it, let me go. Weeks, let me get some more attention. It's the best season we've Smart. ever done, you ever. Lo- you loved it. Was it no. fun? no. Uh, but you love the atti- you love the the attention is the ultimate currency. So no, it was- sometimes it's like you get to the buffet and you just eat so much and you get sick. Like sometimes it's just you had a rough fucking day. Like this has been a season. It's been a season. It's just it was a it was a rough season. But it's the best season that they've had. And how many of the years. women that you were on with are still on versus new cast members? Originals uh, from the first season, two others, Ramona and Luann, and the second season, Sonia. So there are a lot of OGs. To be honest, uh, I have a denim line, Skinny Girl Jeans, which is uh, launching big time this summer. It's a you know big retailer, major partner, big, 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 big denim launch. Leather jackets, shirts, it's amazing. Like really, really, I'm excited. Is denim st- staying, like denim's super hot right now. Like even like up top, right? Which is a little bit of a yeah. different trend. How long do you feel like, down pants forever, but like up like tops and like jackets, like how long do you see the window for that? I'm just curious, that's more business I have curious. no idea, and that's not yeah. the type, that's not, uh, that's not something I would ever think Bet about on, because right? I'm constantly, no, I'm constantly evolving. We have leather jackets that are very affordable, that have a lot of studying. We have amazing, comfortable t-shirts. I basically took the designers into my closet, literally, and took everything out that I like. I and like the softness of this yep. t-shirt. I yep. like the seam yep. here. I like the way this makes me feel, like the built-in bra And is that up. covered during the season, or are you gonna use this No, it's season? covered during the season for sure. Right, so you saw yes. that as a great opportunity to use as a platform. Obviously, it's a commercial, it's amazing. Of course. Uh, salad dressings, which are uh, in 2,200 doors of Walmart, which we we were been in salad dressings for a while. Shape where I've been in for a while. Hold on, let's go back to salad Microwave dressings because that's a space I like a lot. I'm being dead serious, actually. Got it. Consumer package 
food is like super top of mind for me. How long have you been doing salad dressing? For a couple of years, it must have been three to five, three or four years. And is years. that a licensing deal or you have that's an operating? That's a licensing deal. So who's operating that? B&G. Oh, I love those guys. Yeah, no, I have amazing, I'm the partners with Con Agri what's his and Popcorn. Name? Is what's it? Well, you I love Chicago. Know. I would know. Bob, you want Bob, Bob, the CEO of B&G? Do you remember him? Big guy? I don't guy. know. I don't know that okay. I've even met him. Got I don't it. know that I've met Conagra, him. Conagra, of course, because you love Chicago. But so Conagra's in Chicago. The two core things I'll remember from this is you love Chicago no, and you're I a don't. Honda. I just, you're a like, Honda and you, know what? and you love Chicago. loves me. Chicago and Ohio. I'm like the Justin But Virginia Bieber fucking Ohio. hates you now. No. You picked Tokyo I ultimately didn't. I said it would be better for me. I, it was It was just like the car was going. No, and I might like Virginia <laughs> on another day on this time in my life. I didn't want to be in a car going to Virginia. Bethany, thanks for being on. Thank you. You get to ask on this show the guest gets to ask the question of the day. So you're about to ask- You make me do a lot of work. What well, the listen, fuck? You tell me like five, tell me your bio. What? Call my fucking were, publicist. What are you talking about? You were so bio. Fu- do, do I have to re- <laughs> rewind the film? You were no. so fucking pumped 44 I, minutes ago. You're like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, no, but I, it's like, I, they didn't say I was gonna 44 work. 44 minutes ago, bio, you were I'm fucking, like, what? you were pumped about the bio 44 no, minutes. No, I was never you pumped about fu- the bio. Dude, it was like a date. You're in deep shit because I'm gonna fucking edit it and you're gonna be like, oh, this is pretty cool. I've never done this. You were, there was good vibes. Once I got out, it was like taking a shit. I was like, shit, you are super pumped with the bio. Don't even After. fucking joke. A- question before, of the day. You know that. Question of the day. I have to ask it. Yes. Ask the question to the universe. What's I'm on asking your mind? Everybody, yes. like You're all get, the listeners. Look, I have good news. The, eight people the other people. To the show? Yes, the eight people that are listening to the show. They are going to answer the question. Your team's going to look at the data. Maybe it'll be an insight, or maybe you're curious about something. Maybe you're trying to figure out what people's relationship okay, with crystals are. Okay. The question are. of the day <laughs> is now. what? See is now. what are you going to do for yourself today that will make you say thank? Thank you to yourself. We rarely thank ourselves. And so few things do I do that I'm like, you know what, thank you for doing that. So what are you going to do today that's going to make you thank yourself? It's awesome. That was a good question? I thought that was really good. Excellent, Gary. Thanks thank for being you for having me thank you for and having making me. me work. You got it. Thanks, gorgeous, See ya. beautiful. See ya. You keep asking oh. questions, we'll keep answering them. Hey guys, first and foremost, as always, humbled, thankful for you listening to the podcast. Keep hitting me up on Twitter with feedback. Also, um, really excited about something. Over the last several months, it's become uh, very clear to me that the 4Ds product that VaynerMedia has, the one-day consulting session that's $10,000, that's really... kind of going after a business doing a million, maybe 500,000 to 20 million a year in revenue has been really working. We 60 to 70% of the businesses have had ridiculous uh, ROI from the session and so now I'm rolling it out because it clearly works. So VaynerMedia is uh, super proud to present uh, uh, the 4Ds, uh, the daily digital deep dive, garyvee.com slash 4D the number 4D podcast, garyvee.com, 4D podcast, if you're ready to take your business to the next level.